welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Loga the Barbarian, and I've got a special guest with me today, Michael Doan. Welcome. Thanks for uh, having me on. No doubt, no doubt. Now, you have a project that's it's not currently funny, but it's out there, and you can pick it up on Exalted Funeral if you're in the States, from what I understand. Is that correct? Yep, Exalted Funeral. I mean, you can buy it worldwide because they're awesome if you're happy to pay the shipping. Yeah, that, that <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got a project out on uh, yeah on uh, Exalted Funeral. Uh, it's called Quakeborg Adventures, Foul Adventures in a Doomed Dimension. Uh, so if you're into Morkborg and uh, you want to add rocket launchers and Eldritch Beasties, and uh, pretty much anything inspired by gritty 90s FPS games, um, I'm your man. Okay. What's SPF? <laughs> FPS, first person shooter, mate. Oh, first person. Oh, see, that's why I'm told people. <laughs> I don't know anything. Of, I know tons about comics and role playing games, but I don't play video games. So I don't understand. Yeah, right. Clay yeah, shoot it like, yeah. Like, so shooting well, up, okay. Doom and Doom. Yeah. I know I'm aware I'm familiar with Doom. Never right. played it, but I know so, about it. So pretty much, <laughs> pretty much there was Doom and then there was Quake. Same guys a few years later. First like shooter game to be fully 3D. Mm. And I would have been like six years old when it came out and it captivated me. So the name of the the name of it is now it, I, I was tripped up by the name. Yeah, yeah. And pronouncing it, I had to clarify. Because it's spelled Q-V-K-E. So that threw me for a loop. Yeah. I, but it is Quakeboard. It correct? is Quake. Yeah. Quakeborg. Yeah. Excellent. But, but filing off the serial numbers to keep the lawyers away. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> the way you gotta do it. And it's got yeah. this awesome fella. He's got the he's got a he's got a green hood like Dr. Doom, only a little bit more chainsaw. Or not more like a chainsword. Yeah. Absalom it's, it's Dak. a chainsword, yeah. Are you familiar yeah. with Absalom Dak, the Dalek killer? No, he had no, a, I'm not. He had a chainsword too. <laughs> my uh, my comic knowledge is a little uh, it's a little depressingly not not quite there. <laughs> and he's like this really crazy character, like Doctor Who. You're familiar with Doctor Who, right? The old yeah, Doctor yeah, Who. Yeah. Yeah. He comes yeah. from the old Doctor Who comics back in the day. There was right. this weird thing that happened where they kind of crossed chainsword. over into like the 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 what is that that uh what's that and that's called something 2000 the old like crazy oh 2000 AD like yeah. the like the Judge Dredd and all that. Yeah, he started crossing over with a lot of those yeah, types right. of comics in this Absalom. You know, you know what? That kind of it. makes that kind of makes <laughs> sense with the chainsaw. Because and this is, you know, random geek stuff. I know a lot of the artists who worked at 2000 AD in like the late 80s, they worked and they ended up working with Games Workshop in like ah. the early days of Warhammer. Yes. So like a lot of early era Warhammer 40,000 artwork is so Judge Dredd inspired. So that's probably where the chainsaws came from. Yeah, I'm I'm mostly familiar with the stuff that was coming out probably the late '80s and then through the '90s, and some of that stuff yeah. was bonkers. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's nuts. That's what that my mind looks at. That is the Ravage 2099 yeah, or sick. something along those lines. I like that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, sick. So I'm assuming what the inspirations are the first person shooters and that style of stuff. I don't. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, my other big big nerdy love is Warhammer. So I got oh, into Warhammer. Warhammer. In, <laughs> yeah, I got in in third edition, so like late 90s. So that was like when it got really all grim dark, but there was still a lot of the like early 90s and 80s influence still going on in the game. So I, yeah, all about that art style and, and that grittiness and the grittiness, but being ridiculously over the top at the same time. <laughs> I appreciate that. And Mortborg is definitely the place to try that out in, it seems. Yes, it absolutely is. <laughs> it's such a, it's such a cool playground. Um, like, I found the game because a friend of mine, um, actually my, my vampire, the masquerade storyteller, 
because that's oh, like yes. the other RPG I'm into. Yes. Uh, she sent me a message. She's like, I found this RPG. You're into Doom Metal. You're going to love this. <laughs> checked it out. Watched the trailer. I was absolutely in love. Bought the game. Checked out the Discord. And everyone in there is they're just the coolest people. And, you know, I fell in with a group of people. And we started coming up with ideas and creating stuff. And it was a conversation that was like, hey, Quake, Quake's like, because I've been playing Quake a lot. I've been going back and playing it. Like, big nerd for this game. So I go back on the regular and kind of get sucked back in and i'm like this would kind of fit like it's it's got that dark dark fantasy aesthetic like and everyone's like oh that's a really cool idea uh within a day there was a discord channel and we were like throwing ideas around give it another week i'd started throwing together spreads it was it was crazy that's good that's cool that's cool that's a lot of fun and that so this is like i said this is available uh, currently at exalted funeral and then there's an adventure that you can pick up as well that's on itch yeah so um yeah so it's it should be available from Exalted Funeral in print as well once it's done. But yeah, I've uh, so I, I wrote the book. I'm completely new at this stuff. This is like my first big project. I've never written like done a written dungeon before, and it was like my one bugbear that I didn't get that done for the book. And then like the day I sent the finals uh, to the guys at Exalted Funeral, my neurons just started firing, and I, I wrote a short like one shot adventure, and I just banged that out. And yeah, so hopefully by the time uh, this is uh, going out, um, it should be available to purchase. Excellent. That's awesome. Now, Morkborg's big thing is that it's inspired by metal. And, and I've definitely talked to a lot of Morkborg fans who are into metal. And some aren't, but I think you might be. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I play guitar and I've uh, just recently uh, tried my hand at vocals. Oh, so, and what's your you can find your work online as well your music which is yeah yeah so uh, my band is called bong coffin i like it um which is the <laughs> most, uh, it, it came out of a joke conversation about the most like generic over-the-top stoner band names we could come up with and it stuck it's fun. <laughs> um yeah so we're on we're on Bandcamp uh, on facebook on twitter you know the, the usual places but yeah we've got a bunch of eps um i've kind of spent 10 years teaching myself how to play and record so i started writing some songs and throwing that all up there and if you're lucky enough to live in adelaide sometime later this year you might be able to see us play live <laughs> that's good uh, i've heard it i'm into it um is there any music to accompany quake Borg? there is a song um so <laughs> this is a song i wrote years ago um that never had a never had a home and going through like folders on material i pulled it out I was like right time to do this song again and make it a bonk coffin song so it's called <laughs> quake mother uh, which is a term i use a, bit, a fair bit in the book so it wound up all kind of tying together because i was working on both projects at the same time so yeah it's called quake mother it is literally just bits and pieces of the plot of quake and it's also in the uh the trailer that's on youtube for the book excellent excellent that's cool i'm into metal i've always i, I can't say i've always so like the story goes I grew up very conservative in, in, in rock music and secular music was bad mm. in the house. My dad was a preacher. And then I remember oh, the first time I was listening to the radio and they were talking about how evil uh, this, this death metal was that was coming out. And I heard that. I was like, Oh my God, I have to hear this. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> Church introduced me to things that, uh, that I got into. Like they told me how evil D and D and role-playing was. And I jumped on it and black metal and they were like oh i'm gonna discover what this black metal is so that was all thanks to preachers preaching against them nice i've heard i've heard a lot of that i mean that's where it came from and i say my all-time favorite metal band probably i may be older than some younger than others 
but it's definitely my all-time favorite is Sepultura. Do you have a, any favorites yourself that you get into? Oh, I mean, this is that one you ask a musician what his favorite band is, but uh, um, it, it starts and ends with Black Sabbath in many ways. Mm. They, they, they created heavy metal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Tony lost his fingers. They tuned down and they made history. Which, the one that I always really liked is that original self-titled one. Yeah, I know I, the that and Paranoid are the classics, but the yeah, self-titled is fantastic. There's some Paranoid's got a lot of the ones that we remember that like the catchier tunes and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. I want to say, but something about that first one that's this got a it's a little bit it, less. It's, it's a little, catchy. it's a little bit. Yeah, it's a little folksier. It's interesting. Like it's you know, it's still heavy and it's so much heavier than anything else that was out at the time. It's more bluesy, but it's still. It's bluesy. It's a bit folksy in places. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like I mean, that. Heck, album. There's, there's, you know, there's a harmonica on that album. Yeah. You, know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get harmonica in a metal album these days. <laughs> now I got into some cheesy stuff too back in the day, like King Diamond. I, I got so excited when King Diamond was coming around with Merciful Fate. <laughs> yeah, was... right. My, my, my cheesy period was, um, God, I was in high school. It was uh, Dragon Force. Oh, that's. <laughs> my... me. My my first metal gig was a Dragon Force show. That's awesome. That's when awesome. I was eighteen. Hey, and what I think, I, I I like all kinds of metal. I definitely leaned into anything like punk rock and metal. Anything that was fast and started off fast and stayed fast, and you could jump around at the show real good. That's yeah. what I was into as a kid. I had serious ADHD, and it came out in my music big time. If I had to wait for an <laughs> intro on the song, I was turning it off. <laughs> yeah oh yeah these days i'm all about <laughs> oh no no i i like it and i like that metal and that stoner metal i've been getting into and definitely that stuff like when i was reading through Morkborg when i first got that and i noticed there was a whole entire oh, the track, track title so good there was a lot of stuff in there i liked and there's a few things i hadn't heard of i'm like oh this is great i'm checking this out <laughs> yeah i uh, i chuck on the the spotify playlist all the time it's oh. Yeah, it's a good one. It's so good. And there's like, what, three of three or four of them now? Because there's like the, the game one, the release party one, one for each of the expansion books. They're just killer playlists. I got a ton of old records from back when I was a kid. So I have, I don't buy records anymore, but when they were dirt cheap in the 90s, I'd buy them up left and right. And getting albums, like the people are putting out like full-sized albums like that from, I think the one actually came from Exalted Funeral. I got a few other little Yeah, Picturesque is Regnant, yeah. Yeah, that's that, that, yeah, that's so sick. The Bog Crawl. That's another one uh, I got a bit cheeky. So I was reading it, like it had just come as I was writing material and I ended up writing a song that is basically based on Putrescence Regnant. Excellent. Um, and I, I actually I flicked Johan a message. I'm like, are you cool with this? Like, I've just ripped like the whole plot from this album and stuff you guys have done. Are you cool with that? And he's like, nah, no, nah, that's awesome. And he he checked it out and his response was, and I quote, effing sick. <laughs> that's good. So that's 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 another little little yeah, feather in my calf. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I like my Morkborg song. I like it. That's good. Making Morkborg Morkborg metal. That's that's exactly what we need more of in this world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you do who worked on the the art? The right so yeah um so i did all the layout and the writing okay i'm i'm not an artist really um but i seem to have found a knack for the for ape and the workbook style um so all the backgrounds and stuff um that weren't full page pieces of art i did like all the stuff with the um it's like all the splatter brush stuff that's in the backgrounds oh yeah the art is a combination so the thing that really kicked this off like i had these really and looking back and i should 
pull them out and show them off because they're so sad looking now. The original photoshops I did for monster layouts. Yeah. They're so lame. They're so lame. <laughs> and I use like screenshots from Quake because originally this was just going to be like a little community thing. It was going to be free. It was just like, oh, if I get this together, we'll chuck it up on, on itch and, you know, it'll go on the, in the blog. And yeah. that was it. And then, yeah, Johan messaged us because um, there was a group of us in this Discord channel just like throwing ideas around. And he's like, do you want me to draw a shambler for you? And that's the, uh, if you have a look at the cover, that's the, the big uh, toothy creature. Yeah. Uh, it's like an iconic monster from Quake. It's like huge. It shoots lightning. It's nuts. I'm not used to like interacting with the creators of things that I'm into. Like that's a new experience. So to have this guy who's like the artist and he's super talented and he's making this game I love. And he's like, oh, do you want me to draw something for your project? I was just like, what? Yes. <laughs> um, and that kind of kicked that kind of kicked the project into into a bit more of a serious mode. Uh, so that was the first thing. And then a couple of the other guys, uh, Rugos Cohn uh, drew uh, one of the monsters. Ian Long, who's uh, about to take over uh, Ex Libris Morkborg, the library of uh, Merkborg stuff. He he yeah. he did one of the monsters. Um, and then I was looking at stock art because I didn't have a budget at this point. And I went through a few things. I ended up with a free trial of Adobe stock. And there's a few pieces that I, I took from Adobe. Because <laughs> I was just like, like I got to be as resourceful as I can with this. Yeah, no doubt. And then I landed on an artist. And I've really got to give huge props to this guy, Kim Holm. He is an incredible artist from Norway. And he does all of his work as creative commons. Oh, that's So cool, you can yeah. take his art and do what you want with it. And I really appreciate that. That's, it's so incredible. Um, I've actually used a piece as one of my EP covers for the band as well. <laughs> That's great. Uh, there's a whole bunch of pieces like the night and the zombies and the Rottweilers. And there's a few things like throughout the book that are his work. And then I had a bit of money um, that's kind of available to me. And my wife was like, no, go ahead, do this. Like, make this happen. I can't thank her enough for that. And I commissioned a few pieces. So I got Johan in to do the grunt. So like the basic shotgun soldier from Quake, he did that. It's a really cool, very Johan, very Moikborg piece of artwork. I got an artist called Vil to do, he did a spread of the ogre and the um, enforcer. So the enforcer is like the upgraded soldier. He's got like a blaster gun. And the ogre is another iconic Quake monster because he is an ogre with a chainsaw and a grenade launcher. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, so they're like standing back to back. It's such a cool spread. <laughs> and then another artist I came across, uh, Daniel Vega, and he does some really cool surreal horror stuff. And he ended up doing uh, the monster that's the Vore, which is like, it's a three-legged spider monster that throws fireballs pretty much. <laughs> and I wanted to go with this like, oddly like slightly religious aspect with it with him and i'm like so think of it like yeah spider monster but also kind of like an evil eldritch priestess and <laughs> it's such a nuts piece of artwork as well so there's some incredible stuff there um a mate of mine from high school did all the weapons so like yeah stuff just kind of all came together um so there's a mix of art which is what i really wanted because i wanted it to be i wanted it to fit in with merkborg and i wanted it to be evocative of quake but it didn't necessarily have to be exactly like quake yeah uh because my my big philosophy that i kind of took on with this is merkborg is such an open platform of a game and that's what i love about like all the lore text like it's it evokes the vibe it gives you enough to go on but as a dm it doesn't give you all the answers you've got to invent half of it yourself and i think that's really it really spurs you on creatively and i wanted to do that and and plug quake into that so like there's not much lore. It's it's a 90s shooter game, you know. There's like <laughs> probably like 150 words of background lore in the whole game. But I wanted to 
take, I guess, that vagueness and the vagueness that's inherent with the way Merkborg works and, and make that operate together. So instead of it being like you're playing adventures in the world of Quake instead of Merkborg, it's the monsters from Quake are invading the dying world of Merkborg. And because there's already stuff to do with like interdimensional portals in the game, that gives you an option to take your campaign back into their realm. That's cool. <laughs> um, and that was just, that was the vibe of it. It was like, let's just, all the cool stuff in Merkborg sits aside all the other cool stuff in Merkborg. So let's just put it together. Let's not do a total conversion. Let's make an add-on. I really hope that's what people have gotten out of it. That's kind of the feedback I've gotten that they can just kind of plug their existing games into it. We're running up on time. Could you tell my listeners where they can where they can find you online so all my rpg stuff is on birdsilhouette.itch.io you can find me on twitter as raptor shadow and you can find my music at bongcoffin.bandcamp.com and as always you can find us on wildliesandwizards.com if you're listening and you enjoy this please give us a positive review wherever you're listening and those of you that have thank you that really helps you can find us on Facebook. Just search Wobblies and Wizards. We're on Patreon now, so any kind of support you can give, we greatly appreciate. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.